In three seconds, you will arrive at your destination. Assalamu alaikum family. Welcome back to Blossom Drive. And for those who are new, welcome. I'm your host, Sarah. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, this week's episode is pretty freaking interesting. Uh, the title is, It's Giving Hater. And I know y'all are probably like, what in the world is this girl finna talk about? Well, keep listening. Let me tell you. Y'all, one of the biggest hurdles I've had to get over was being misunderstood. And I'm sure I'll always be misunderstood to an extent. So it's not one of the biggest hurdles I had to get over. Technically, I'm still getting over it. Um, Especially to individuals who don't care to see the good in you or try to make an excuse for you or think that, well, the world revolves around them. So I guess... We'll always be misunderstood to someone, right? So should it be something that I'm trying to get over? I don't know, <laughs> but here I am. So you probably wonder exactly what I'm talking about, right? I'm talking about the fitna of social media, y'all. SubhanAllah. Well, to be honest, it started on Snapchat and then it went to Twitter and then it got taken to Instagram. And I'm explain what I mean in a second, but I just feel like, Back then, with MySpace, Facebook, um, Tumblr, I didn't really have to worry about certain things. But I feel like as social media has like evolved, people have this strong sense of entitlement for almost everything. And I just feel like uh, we can't even just live and breathe on our social media platforms anymore. It's all about something, you know? So here I am, I'm big chilling, minding my business, and ting, and ting, and ting. And then boom, even if you don't go looking for it, even if you try to avoid it with all your might, I feel like Allah will make a way for knowledge to come to you or for you to um, gain some type of curiosity, whether you like it or not. I feel like, and this happens for a reason. And you can't run away from it. Because once you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. And once you become curious, it is your duty to look into that matter. Right. Um, and I think this started for me at a super young age when I used to have these daunting thoughts about who Allah is and how he he owns the entire world. And he created all of us and stuff like that. So going to the masjid fulfilled those um even though I was, I feel like I had certainty my whole life since I was a child, Alhamdulillah. Um, but I feel like going to the masjid, going to Dada, I mentioned Dada in Mandinka. I don't know if it's just a Mandinka word or it's a word in Gambia in general, but Dada means like going to Duxi, right? Going to Islamic classes and stuff like that. So um, I used to go to Dada and going fulfilled those questions or those daunting thoughts that I had it reassured me that yeah this is facts and this is the reality of life and stuff like that so alhamdulillah for that anyway so here I am lost because I told y'all my biggest problem at the time was the disease to please and it was bad Allah it was bad I'm going to get into that in a different episode. But anyway, the issue was that I found out certain things are disliked to Allah or are haram in general. And I'm just like, uh oh. And you know, once you know, you know, ain't no turning back now. You can't try to act like you didn't see it. You can't unsee something and unknow it. 
now that you know, you know, when it's clear, it becomes clear, right? So you can avoid it all you want, but it's still there. The fact that you know is still there, right? Like, you know, for example, um, vulgarity, ignorance, joking in certain ways, having no shame. Um, and then I seen this thing about like liking and commenting on photos where people are let's be straightforward about this, where people are dressing any type of way. And again, I'm not here to judge anyone. Um, but once you learn the truth as a Muslim, you must hear and obey and speak the truth, even if it's against yourself. Right. And one thing I'm all for, you'll notice as you get more into my podcast or like if you follow me on social media, I'm so big on living in your truth. Subhanallah. That's one of my like I don't even know what to call it. That's one of the ways I live my life, like living your truth. If you made this mistake, stand in it. I made this mistake and apologize and then right your wrongs and grow from it. Living in your truth and growth are the common themes of all of these episodes of my life, bro. And Alhamdulillah, I can say I, I try my best to live in my truth and let's just keep going. Okay. So I learned that liking and commenting on these photos um, encourages the individual to keep doing this this thing. It, 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 it helps them out a lot. You'll notice content creators always say, like, share, save, you know, engage with me, um, subscribe to my channel and things like that. And it really does give people motivation, even in regards to the podcast. Sometimes I feel like I'm not so necessarily pleased with my episodes and I'm kind of like a perfectionist to an extent when it comes to my creativity so it's like right now I'm trying to get into the whole phase of just post just post just do it just do it just record just go with the flow and try not to overthink it so the more people that engage with my things and the more people that text me and hit me up on the side like bro that was amazing and the more I see like different countries popping up I'm like whoa People are actually listening. This is lit. I'm about to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going, inshallah. And so the same happens with people um, with these social media influencers. Um, they keep posting out content. Of course, if people are going to keep liking it and sharing it and people get millions and millions of followers and likes and it's just crazy out here. OK, so um, the more that we help them, the more that we like and comment, um, on these photos, it is it encourages them to keep doing the sin. And technically, you're aiding them in doing something bad or something that is disliked to Allah. And I know this, I know this is facts because when I used to be the hijabi influencer, that's how I felt, right? I wanted to stop doing this thing. I did not like it for real, but I was just like, all these people are liking my stuff. It's like this I was torn between the two. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I'm dancing between. I just want to drop all of this and just try my best to like live in a way that Allah loves. Or I'm going to just keep going because it's lit. You know what I'm saying? This can turn into a career for me and stuff like that. So this is what made the decision for me to um, let go of that lifestyle very difficult. The people who are supporting me. The Prophet وسلم, said, um, whoever among you sees an evil action, then let him change it with his hands by taking action. If he cannot do that, then with his tongue by speaking out against it. And if he cannot, then with his heart. And that is the weakest of faith. And so, subhanAllah, when I learned that, I was like, wow, wow, such profound statements. It's just like I, it, it just I deeped it. It dawned on me and I was like, hmm. 
that's that's interesting when you see an evil action somebody should change it with his hands and if not with his hands then he should speak out against it and if not he should at least hate it in his heart like if you can't do nothing about it at least hate it in your heart and so that's what I'm trying to do with my platform inshallah but um that's what I had seen at the time it's like every time I have some type of curiosity about something and if I try not to look it up it still comes to me in some form anyway right and then after that it's like okay it comes to me and then there's more and more things that I see that I feel like lead me to it I I feel like I'm a believer in nothing is a coincidence I feel like Allah sends signs to us I feel like and it's up to us to ponder you know what I'm saying Okay, so back to the story. I learned that it was not permissible for women to post themselves on social media um, with or without a hijab. You're, uh, you're not supposed to post our face. And I don't want to speak about this in detail because I'm not a student of knowledge, nor am I a scholar. But this is what I um, learned and this is what I do know. So after finding out, I stopped posting pictures of myself with my face showing and and the like I was still following everybody else that I knew on social media you know the people you grew up with um celebrities that you like the social media influencers that's the type of following I've always had I've always tried to uh just follow you know stuff that's not obviously vulgar vulgar OD or anything like that you know um and this was on Snapchat Instagram and Twitter and etc and the rest of my social media accounts okay so then I learned that liking and commenting on these photos now falls under aiding them in sin. And then I heard about following people who post things that is disliked to Allah being problematic. So I'm just like, whoa. Right? In my mind, I'm like, should I not be on social media? <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, that's the whole purpose of social media, to be following each other, to be interacting with one another. I want to keep up with the people that I've grown up with and went to school with. Honestly, y'all, wallahi, I have love for, like, everybody I've grown up with, Muslim or not Muslim, right? Um, for real, like, everybody, even the people that I've had, like, issues with, I don't know what it is in my heart. I'm truly, sincerely, Allah knows I'm sincere when I'm saying this. I have love for everybody, literally, even the people I don't talk to anymore. And sometimes I just want to keep up with you like and see how you're doing and see how like you know what's happened to so-and-so sometimes I get a thought I'm like oh subhanallah what happened to Fulan or what how is how is so-and-so doing and I just want to go to their page and see and I feel like you know that's that's what the point of social media is so I'm like oh my gosh this is weird am I gonna have to unfollow everybody like what's about to happen so um and I learned this from valid sources. Everything that I learned comes from Quran and Sunnah, and it comes from the people who are on that path of uh, Salafia, the people who are, inshallah, rightly guided and trying their best to guide us to that which is correct and pure. One of the statements that I've seen on um, the platform where I learned it says, what appears to be the case is that liking what is published on a person's social media page is a kind of, a, of approval of publishing these pictures. And at the very least, the one who put up the picture will understand it as such, especially if the one who adds the like is a knowledgeable or religiously committed person or one who appears outwardly to be religious and committed. Or righteous and committed and that 
made so much sense to me. I remember there was a time I was on social media and this was before I even started practicing. And I'm just like, oh, it must be okay for this beauty blogger. I mean, she beat her face and she's showing her edges and she's wrapping her her turban around her head and she's probably praying five times a day people don't know what she's doing but she's doing it's okay it must be permissible or or this girl is wearing pants and she's praying so it must be permissible or like this like this and you think this way because you feel like the people who are at the forefront of the religion and at the time I didn't know who was at the forefront I just thought oh these people are religious they're on a dean and they're still doing what they love and so I'm looking at them instead of looking at the scholars and the students of knowledge and like okay what do I need to take from the scholars okay or even just look not even them looking into the Quran and Sunnah like what was the Prophet going to say or do with this situation how were the righteous women of the past acting behaving and etc and stuff like that so that's just how it was interpreted to me and that's what made me realize bro everyone is an influencer you have to be very careful with the platform that Allah blesses you with and that's why Though I have a lot of ideas, I'm always hesitant. And there's always some type of khair in, in, in delay. There's always some type of goodness in something that's delayed, right? So I try to take my time and like really see what could possibly be the outcome. And if I feel like the bad will outweigh the good, then I'll fall back off of it. Sometimes I want to do like these events and I want to do stuff like that, but I know that I'm not ready for it. I don't have the adequate amount of knowledge or I know that maybe my intentions are not sincere. So I'll back off and um, stuff like that. So I feel like this was very important point that, hey, people look up to you whether you like it or not. Once you slap that hijab on and you go on social media, there's somebody looking up to you. Like, dang, she did it. I know I can do it. And they want to do it the exact way you did it. When I was a um, hijabi influencer, quote unquote, and I was, you know, taking pictures in the way that wasn't befitting of a Muslim, Muslima or doing something that was haram and dislike to Allah. There were a lot of girls who started their hijab journey um, that they told me was because of me. And I felt happy about that. But then some of them to this day are still doing it in the way that I was doing it before and I feel responsible for that. So may Allah forgive them and me and continue to guide us both. So moving forward, I began to go on an unfollowing spree. When I say spree, I mean spree. Like I was out of control. I made a whole new Snapchat because at first I was unadding people from Snapchat. But then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make a new Snapchat because I don't know. I don't know what my thought process was and I don't want to lie and I just want to be straightforward and as truthful as possible. And if I don't remember, I'm going to just tell y'all I don't remember why. So I don't know exactly why I just made a whole new Snapchat, but I did. And then I started unfollowing like tons and tons of people on Twitter and then on Instagram. I didn't have any feelings about unfollowing people. Um, and I also stopped commenting on their photos and I didn't have like any feelings towards it. I was just like, hey, a lot don't like this. I'm gonna just try my best to stop doing it. That's typically how my brain works. And it didn't come easy like that, y'all. A lot of people always think that when I speak about my journey, I don't really talk about hardship, but I try to explain it to the best of my ability. Like I literally had to build my brain like this. It and you don't necessarily think like that. And a lot of times we use excuses like, I didn't grow up religious. Oh, it's difficult for me to do this, this X, Y, Z. 
oh, I'm not going to have any friends. I fear to be alone. I fear change and stuff like this. And while I do feel like they're valid excuses, they're valid feelings, but these things hold you back. They hold you back. And that's just with everything in life. You know, if you let your, if you let your, how do I explain this? If you let your circumstances make you, mm, I don't know. I feel like you have to fight against that. So, um, I did not always think like this. I told you I did not want to be advised about Islam at all. I didn't even want to, when somebody brought up religious conversations, I'm out of there. Don't talk to me. I don't want to hear it. And so I just tried to be sincere. I'm continuously, you know, asking Allah, oh, Allah, help me to be humble. You know, grant me humility and grant me truthfulness and grant me like a soft heart soft-heartedness and like sincerity and sympathy empathy i just want to be a good person oh allah guide me like no ego involved no feeling some type of way when somebody comes to me with the truth i just want to be sincere and i want to accept i want to accept and i want you to love me and so that's i believe that's what helped me change so anyway um i wasn't thinking about anything when i stopped when i stopped commenting and when i unfollowed these people i was just like it is what it is um and yeah What's so funny? It's like making me laugh. <laughs> What's so funny is the fact that I'm over here thinking in my brain like, ooh, it's lit. Like, I'm staying away from what Allah dislikes. I'm proud of myself. Like, Sarah, it's only up from here. We're going to continue growing, boo. And at this point, I'm like, okay, I already put my hijab on, right? There's no really turbulence with that. Um, I lost a couple friends, but the majority of my people are still with me. Um, I still look cute with my hijab on. I'm still living life lavish, doing what I do best. And just not really lavish, y'all. I'm just, I just love saying living life lavish. <laughs> but subhanAllah, I'm just, you know, going with the flow. And I'm just optimistically thinking positive and just doing my thing. Trying my best to be a humble, beautiful servant of Allah. There's a post I saw before that said, you see the world based off of like who you are, how you are, and what's in your heart. And I was thinking, oh, that's interesting. It's like a child, right? They're innocent. So when they trust adults who end up harming or kidnapping them, it's sad. It's because it's like, bro, they're, they're innocent and they're not thinking that you want to harm them. I was thinking, for example, like if somebody pulls up with a white truck and is like, I have candy for you, get in the car. I remember when I first learned about that about kidnapping and stuff like that in elementary school I was traumatized I was shocked because I'm like wow somebody would really pull up in a white van or talk to me at a park and tell me that they think I'm pretty and that I'm cool and give me candy and then they want to harm me like that sucks and it's actually reality a child is innocent and they don't think that you know you're going to do any harm to them some people are unhealed and maybe still have some negativity fitting a bitterness in their hearts may Allah purify and cleanse our hearts and so they think that everyone is a bad guy everyone is a bad person everybody is fake everybody's out to get them they can't trust nobody get me and I feel like that comes from being unhealed a lot of people disagree with it call it what you want but I feel like the older you get you'll begin to realize I am unhealed from a lot of things and that's why I'm unable to have good friendships that's why i am unable to change and become better that's why i have a huge ego that's why that's why that's why right follow me i know this is it's getting a little bit crazy just follow me y'all just keep following me okay trust me so i feel like my mindset was like 
I was like, oh, these people aren't going to care at all because they know me. But in my mind, I didn't even think what they would think. I'm just like, I'm trying to please Allah. I don't care what comes after that, you know? So remember, I told y'all I had the disease to please. So I'm like, they should know me in my heart. I try to be a nice person to everyone. I know it sounds crazy and cliche, y'all, but I'm dead for real. I support everyone to the best of my ability. And this was back then. I'm cool with everybody. I'm sure it's like no big deal at all. You know, I'm just doing my thing. Why was I wrong? La ilaha illallah. The girlies were coming for my neck. They were coming for me. Never did I ever think in a million years would it be that big of a deal, especially at that time. And alhamdulillah, I don't know if it's due to trauma or just this is just how I am, but I always resort to what did Sita do wrong? Like I always look internally first. What did I do wrong? Right? Ex- especially before I confront um, a situation. I I find enjoyment in confrontation and not in the way that is um, looked at as toxic or negative, but more so I like to squash issues. I like to end a squabble. I don't like to have any enmity or anything between me and somebody else. So before I can get to that point to okay I want to sit and talk about a situation with you I'm gonna make sure I'm not the issue and if I am then I'm gonna come to the plate I'm gonna be the bigger person and say hey I'm so sorry if if you felt like this or that in the third or I'm sorry if I made you feel this way or if I did this thing you get what I'm saying so I'm thinking at the time what in the world happened like what just happened in this short time span because I unfollowed everybody one night And then the next day, the next week, it was like straight up just shade post throwing at me, people in my DMs, people unfollowing me, blocking me, all kind of stuff. And I was just like, Sarah, what did you do? And I was really thinking in my mind, like, wait, but some of these people I call friends, like, don't they know me? Like, don't they know if I do anything or if I had ever done anything that it wouldn't be like in a harmful way? And I was talking to my husband. I was like, but do you feel what I'm saying? Because if I were their friends and they did that to me, I'd be like, oh, she's probably doing what's best for her. It's probably a, some some reason she's doing it. I don't think anyone asked me. Actually, I think one person did. But other than that, I don't think anyone asked like, hey, Sarah, why, why did you unfollow me? But all of us have this sense of like ego, pride, uh, a sense of entitlement and stuff like that. So it just went crazy. And I was just like, dang, like they don't know who I am. Like, bro, I'm like so pure. I don't even have no like issue with anybody. I don't even beef with people. I don't fight nobody. I don't even want no problems. Like what's the problem? And when I say I'm so pure, like when I thought I was pure at the time, it was in terms of like in my intentions, I was pure in my intentions to unfollow everybody so that Allah can be pleased with me. You know, I was like, dang, I did this out of like purity that, you know, sincerity of my heart. And it just went left, y'all. It just went left. So I responded to people in the DM. And I even DM some people. I text some people on the side. I told y'all I'm very confrontational. I just want to get to the issue. Let's talk about it. We grown. Like, I felt like that even as a child. um, With my friends, at least. And so I was just like, bruh. My goal wasn't to hurt nobody. My goal wasn't to offend nobody. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Goodness. Oh, 
girlies were coming for me. So after explaining myself, some of the people I knew personally were like, okay, I get it. But the others, my, my goodness, they were so salty, so angry at me. And I could not understand for the life of me why. Like, girl, I'm explaining what the issue is or why I just did something. And you're still taking it in a different way. This is why I say to all my girls who have an issue over explaining yourself. And I know why you do it. You tend to want to over explain yourself because you know that you look at the world in a, in a view of like you try to look at the world from a lens of goodness. So when people misunderstand you or are committed to misunderstanding you, you're like, no, I'm trying to be a good person. Like, this is the reason why I'm doing this. This is the reason why I'm like this. And let me tell you now, I'm over that phase of my life. You better stop explaining yourself to these people. I feel like explaining yourself when a situation is like confusing, there's a misunderstanding, that's okay. But when somebody is always committed to misunderstanding you, pointing out the negativity in what you did, always, oh, y'all know what I'm talking about. You better stop explaining yourself, okay? You're going to have to move on with your life because it's just you're going to spend your whole life overthinking and trying to make sure that these people view you as a good person. And it doesn't matter. No matter what you say or do, don't you see on social media, when celebrities come out and say, oh, this statement is not true. Do we care if it's true or not? No. People want to kiki and laugh at a situation and taunt people. That's all it is. So this is a sign right now to stop over explaining yourself to people. Okay. Live your life, honey. Okay. Back to the story. So I would see Snapchat posts and people would say stuff like, these girls think they're celebrities' child. They get a couple followers, don't know how to act. Or like on Instagram, it's giving hater. It's giving weirdo. You know what I'm saying? Or this girl don't even follow me no more, but she's steady watching my story. And she's like, if you, and then some people on Twitter would be like, if you unfollow me, cool, but don't act like you mess with me. Or if you're going to unfollow me, then stay on that side. Don't talk to me. Don't try to pretend like you like me. So I'm just so, I was like, what in the world is going on? People, I didn't realize that people took social media to heart like that at that time. I was like, whoa. Because it seems like people connect you following them on social media to you rocking with them, you messing with them, you vibing with them. And if you don't, then you don't like them or you're weird for like not liking their photos. If you do follow them for not liking and commenting on their stuff, you're weird, you're strange, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is not what I expected. So for like a year and a half straight, I kept trying to explain to people in the DMs on my social media to people in person, why I unfollowed you. Girl, I, sound, I sounded like a parrot. I sounded like a broken record to the point where my girl Jella, <laughs> Jella was like, sit a feet. Allah, stop explaining yourself to people. Like, please stop explaining yourself to these people. That's when I knew I seriously had a people pleasing issue. I had an issue. I had this issue where I want everybody to like, I wanted everyone to love me, to be pleased with me, to be okay with me because of how I saw the world and because how I intended to live my life. I was like, there's no way anybody could think anything bad about me. Like, I don't want no problems with nobody, but it does not matter. I realize people are going to do and think what the hell they want, no matter how 
of how much of a good person you are. It does not matter. It don't matter. People are just like that. Subhanallah. And so recently, a few of um, us sisters came together during Ramadan on Zoom, and I had the luxury of sharing what I learned by the mercy of Allah. And when I discussed um, the topic of like unfollowing certain types of people on social media, some of them hit me on the side and was like, dang, I feel bad, like X, Y, and Z. Now I understand why you did this or why you were like this, and I thought otherwise. Um but number one, you know, everybody knows I, I don't really hold grudges and stuff like that. I'm not even on that type of time. Life is way too short, subhanAllah. And I don't want to stand before Allah with no problems with nobody. I have bigger fish to fry than that. And then two, girl, it's okay. I think social media has us very fooled. We think that people owe us something. And um, I was talking to Kati the other day and she mentioned like about entitlement. And I was like, damn, that's a good point. Like, why do I feel entitled? Because I found it weird. Recently, my views on my um, Instagram stories started going up higher than the following I have on my Instagram. And I'm a nobody, y'all. I only have like 300 followers, if that. Every now and then it comes back down. But um, recently my views, my story views start going up. And I'm like, it's people I know too in there. So I think part of it made me feel a little bit some type of way. And I was like, why are all of these people watching my stories? And I know some people say, oh, it's weird if you check your story to see who's who's um, viewing your stories or whatever the case is. But I guess I'm weird. I, I live in my truth. I do it. I check who watches my stories. Um, not every day, but like maybe monthly or every couple months. I just do it to see like who's in there. Because sometimes my friends from elementary school are in there and I'm like hey girl you know what I'm saying like I want to see who's who's following me and I like to interact and talk to people here I go again over explaining myself child anyway so I um I I felt some type of way and I was just like should I make my page private I put that on my story because I was like a lot of people have been viewing my stories but none of them like really listen to the podcast they don't support me so it's like I feel like what do you want from me like, I, f- I literally sometimes feel like these people are just watching your every move. And it is scary, but it's nothing for me to feel salty about. You get what I'm saying? So this is why I don't share, like, my personal business on there, something that I've deemed super important to myself. I just go with the flow. I read my cards, my duas every day, and I just basically live my life. And I basically said all that to say, like, Kadi made me understand that, like, you're not really entitled to anything. She was like, maybe they're just watching you and they're inspired by you, but they, some people feel maybe shy or embarrassed to like, you know, say something to you about it. Or some people just maybe want to just watch you and follow your life. And I'm just like, okay, I guess. So, hey, it is what it is. Um, And I think I was even wrong to to think like that because even though people don't support um, some of the closest people to me may not support my podcast it's like no one owes me anything and I like the fact that after I have started a business or some type of brand or something it shows it shows something it shows true colors it shows a lot of things and I appreciate that because moving forward I know how to deal with certain people and I know how I'm gonna who I really want in my circle and stuff like that you know so I think one of the major issues with this whole situation is we need to have a good opinion of people. As Muslims, it is our duty to have a good opinion of people. No matter how much you feel like my gut is telling me something, if you do not have valid proof of something, 
fear Allah and have a good opinion of someone. That is what Allah commanded us to do. Have a good opinion of people. And something that I always tell people is like, don't believe everything you think. Everything you think is not accurate. Some some thoughts and what's what's is from shaitan. Shaitan whispers in the breast of, of man in our chest. Uh, shaitan whispers to our chest and makes us want to do bad things. Right. He doesn't force us, but he may whisper something like, hey, watch something inappropriate or hey, be mean to this person or be like this or do like this. Right. And um, some thoughts are not from us. They're not from the good in us. So don't believe everything you think. Some stuff is just fitna. When you have a bad thought, seek refuge in Allah from the accursed devil. You get what I'm saying? Just have a good opinion of people in life. That won't hurt you to have a good opinion. And if somebody ends up wronging you, even though you had a good opinion of them, Allahu alam. That's between you and Allah. I'm going to leave you to Allah. You know, you did me wrong. I'm leaving you to Allah. Have a nice day. Have a nice life. And move on with your life. But I feel like other stuff is so toxic and draining. And I had to stop living in the thoughts that shaitan was like putting into my brain. Like I moved on from that side of my life. So it even shocks me sometimes when people do me dirty. I'm like, what? You crazy. Not you. But I still move forward and I treat them kindly and I act like nothing ever happened. And I feel like unless it's something peak, I'm not telling you because I want my reward with the law for being patient. You know what I'm saying? Whew, having a podcast made me realize I talk too much. <laughs> but the moral of the story is, okay, there are many morals. Um, <laughs> like, don't be a people pleaser, right? Um, fear Allah and not his creation. Um, speak the truth, even if it's against yourself. Uh, another moral could be, you can explain yourself to people, but don't overdo it. Like, stop over-explaining yourself to people who are committed to misunderstanding you. You get what I'm saying? Um, if people respond negatively, don't worry. It's expected. Given that was not easy. I used to think that it was easy. SubhanAllah, I may make an episode about it. I don't know yet. But, oh my goodness. Because um, look at the prophets and the messengers before us. Some of them were literally cast out of their towns where they grew up where they were born where their parents are literally cast out of these places and mocked and ridiculed for speaking the truth isn't that interesting some people hated the very existence of the prophet muhammad sallallahu because he said he believes that allah is one and we should not associate any partners with allah and people like wanted to kill this man for what he said <laughs> subhanallah what he believed and so who are we to think that like we won't it won't come with some type of flack you know um it kind of comes with the territory in fact i used to think that like oh i'm giving advice about the religion and people are gonna like pick up on the truth like i did and it's gonna be like wow i'm seeing the world clearly and be happy and thankful and flowers and all rosy and stuff about it not at all all the complete opposite people tend to feel like attacked like you're coming for their life and stuff like that and I felt like that at one point so I kind of understand I sympathize and empathize with them if anything when I advise someone and they take it the wrong way I just make dua for them like oh Allah soften their hearts and open their hearts and remove the pride and ego from them um and that's about it because I was in their shoes I don't really think bad of them I'm just like okay I'm probably not gonna advise you again 
unless like you're my close friend or something but i'm gonna pray for you with all love and do um respect and the biggest lesson i took from this whole thing was that you cannot please allah's uh creation you cannot in fact you can't please allah and his creation at the same time if that makes sense like you have to be like you have to be consistent in one of the other and so that's pleasing allah you have to be consistent in that don't worry about the people. If you fix your affairs with Allah, Allah will fix your affairs with the people. So, yeah. Um, I just want to end off by saying I'm not a hater, okay? And I don't dislike you if I'm not following you back on social media. My beliefs and my morals are just a little bit different. I just don't follow back women who um, post themselves on social media. But sometimes I click on y'all stories not to be a weirdo. I just love y'all and I just want to see what you guys are up to, but I'm not following you on social media or commenting under your pictures and stuff. If you, you know, show your face and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that I believe that niqab is wajib to cover your face um, when you're going outside. I don't, I'm not saying that I believe it's obligatory. I'm still looking into it, but I just don't agree with, with posting your, your face on social media. Um, and your body wearing certain types of clothing, tight clothing, stuff like that. However, there are other sisters who don't even wear niqab in public who don't post their face at all. They may post these aesthetically pleasing videos of them walking away into the sunset, beautiful, big, flowy dress, not showing their bodies and stuff. And I just, I follow them and I comment on their stuff. But I tend to not, I don't even comment on people's stuff a lot. Anyway, I don't scroll on instagram in general because now something's wrong with the algorithm and like it shows me stuff and people that i do not follow so i do not scroll at all y'all probably don't believe me but i don't scroll at all if anything i'll click that following tab when you click instagram and it leads you to like following and i'll scroll and like try to like and comment on people's stuff every now and then but if anything i'm more responsive to like the instagram stories so if i'm not following you that's my explanation um this is not 2016, 17. I will not over explain myself, inshallah. And I will not apologize for um, doing what Allah loves and what is pleasing to him. Right. Um, I'm not saying I'm sorry. So I, I would just say. Uh, just take just take what I'm saying as it is. Right. Don't think nothing else. Don't add nothing else to it. It's just is what it is and um may Allah remove any enmity and beef and like fitna and fake made up scenarios in our minds from us and may Allah increase the love between us and the sympathy empathy sincerity the advising one another the sisterhood and stuff like that and I don't follow guys on social media unless like it's a student of knowledge or a um or a scholar or something like that uh or a guy that posts like nature and stuff. I don't really. So I'm just clearing that up too in case any guys are like, but you don't follow me. Look, I don't follow guys. And I don't really talk to guys like that unless it's like necessary or something. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I hope this episode was beneficial. I hope you guys learned a lot about me from this episode. And I hope you just learned valuable life lessons in general. Because I feel like I, I dropped a couple gems in this episode. Um it's giving hater but i'm not okay i'm not a hater i just it is what it is 
So may Allah forgive us for our shortcomings and correct our affairs. And I pray that like Allah strengthens our sisterhood. I think it's pretty weak. Um, may Allah strengthen the sisterhood for those who are practicing, not practicing, for those who are Muslim and um, non-Muslim alike. I feel like women need to be there for each other in general. So, yeah, may Allah help us with that. Thank you all for your support. Again, I'm just so amazed by the growth of this podcast. And I know you guys can't see the growth. And I'm really glad about that because I don't want people to think I'm not I'm doing it for numbers. But it does amaze me that like, wow, it's doing good. So please continue to share if you want to. If you want to. If you don't want to, I totally understand. Um, give me feedback on the episode. Tell me what you thought. Tell me how you feel about it. If you disagree, if you agree, I totally understand. Hey, it's just my experiences um, and my lessons throughout my journey. So I love you all for the sake of Allah, as always. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace.